RadioInfluence.com. Yellow, how are ye? Are you doing okay this summer? My name is Rock Riley. I'm at Real Rock Riley. Am I real? I'm sitting here talking to you, and I thank you for following me and listening to this podcast. Now, keep on listening. No, uh, how you doing? I'm hoping you're making it through the summer. We're down here in Florida where it is hotter than the sun's surface. It is so stinking hot. How do football players play in full pads? Shoulder me pads, helmets, shin pads, knee pads, thigh pads, jock straps, cups, uh, mouthpieces. It's 100 degrees. The index, the humidity. I don't know how they do it. See, I'm actually, I'm full throttle. I've been covering the Super Bowl champion Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I'm starting a new podcast that's going to be on JoeBucksFan.com. It's going to be leading right up until game day, 24 hours before game day, focusing on the Bucs, what I've seen, and their opponents. So that's going to be coming up here. I'm going to do a, a first one here probably in a week and then before every preseason game and regular season games 17 17 regular season games and then the playoffs but so i'll i'll stick with the football the buccaneers on that one uh and get into what i've been seeing out at training camp but this one is for sports and entertainment you know what i'm saying And I also do combat sports with boxers and wrestlers and not many, not many. uh, I don't know. I don't know a lot of the guys in UFC. If you're a RadioInfluence.com fan, you know that Jason, that's his thing with the uh, the MMA report. But anyway, how are you doing today? Uh, The Olympics are moving along. I've been flipping a little bit and stopping for a little bit and enjoying that. I, I feel for these competitors with no fans in the stands, but we're... We're still with the with the COVID, you know, with this new variant. And 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 my, I, I hate when things get political, you know. I'm going to get into this. Well, you know what? I want to keep this light. I want to keep this light. So I'm going to try to do that. I wonder how many really want serious topics with this. The rock stops here. But all I can say is just still be careful. Be wary. I know about seven to eight people that have been fully vaccinated and have gotten hit with this variant. And it ain't pretty. It ain't. Seriously. You know, I I mean, so just, you know, still be careful, man. Still be careful, but we're not going to, if I start with that, it becomes political and I can't stand that. So anyway, we're not going to do that. All right. What else we got going on? We got the baseball moving along, being here in Tampa Bay, Champa Bay. Uh, The Rays are hanging in there. Andrew Friedman. Oh my God. What a job he has done with the Dodgers. How about what he has been able to acquire, including Max Scherzer, and just he is something else. I remember when he first became the so general manager. They didn't give him that title. They wanted to be different. And he was a little bit like leery of even like doing media. And he did an interview and he really wasn't that good. And I mean, these guys came off of Wall Street and it's really incredible on where they started 
and where they are today. He runs the Dodgers, and yeah, I know they got a lot of money, but you've got to give him credit for what he's been able to do there. But anyway, we're not going to do a little baseball right now, although I'm, I got I got a little something for you with the USA uh, Olympic baseball team. Very, very interesting. But here's let me let me tell you about my guest today. My guest today is a super fan. You can, all right, you got a team, you got a team, you got a, is it an NFL team? Do you have a basketball team, a baseball, a hockey team, wherever you grew up? Are you a fanatical fan? <laughs> this fan that I'm talking to here today on the Rock Stops here, super fan on a lark, painted his face with his brother helping out his brother who had a little marital problem they wanted to just have fun paint their faces and today he is going into the pro football hall of fame how about that two times i'm talking about big nasty the tampa bay buccaneers super fan and i was able to go to his man cave his den his home it is like a buccaneer shrine and i've known him and i've known him with the paint face you know with the uh no paint and without further ado how you can go from a fan of a team on your couch to be one day inducted into the hall of fame without further ado let's go to the home inside Big Nasty's house. All right, I am with probably the most recognizable, I would actually say the most recognizable NFL fan, longtime super fan, Hall of Famer, the one, the only, Big Nasty. Big Nasty, how are you doing, my man? Rock, I could not be more healthier, more excited, more pumped for this season, and you know, this Hall of Fame stuff is enormous, absolutely enormous. Now, we are taping in your shrine, in your home, and it's just incredible. Go to my social media, man, at Real Rock Raleigh. You can see some pictures and all this jazz. Uh, but when we're taping this, you're getting ready. This is going to drop next week. It'll drop on Tuesday and play all next week. Obviously, it'll stay on the Internet. You will be up in Canton yes, for sir. another induction into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Is it the fan? Explain. Yeah, well, the neat thing about it, everybody's like, "How did I thought Big Nasty was already in the Hall of Fame?" Well, yeah, believe it or not, I'm a two-time Pro Football Hall of Famer. And Congratulations, was, which is unbelievable. You know, I mean, you think, "Hey, once you're in, you're in." But uh, 2001, we got inducted with Visa Hall of Fans, which was the NFL sponsor at the time, and they put us in. You know, you had a plaque, they had a nice little movie board, but I believe it was uh, more of a short-term thing. It wasn't. Uh, as permanent as this Ford thing is. Um, fast forward 20 years later, unbelievable. Right? Oh, oh, was that long? Was that yeah. long? Well, think about it. It was Super Bowl, right? Right after I got inducted the first time. And then we, we end up getting inducted. And there's another Super Bowl right after. You just can't predict this kind of stuff. It's crazy. 
Um, but I, I got to tell you, I'm not diminishing the Visa Hall of Fans at all because it was fantastic. Um, it actually developed the Pro Football Ultimate Fans Association, um, which kept it going on with you know selecting a fan from every team every uh, every year. Um, and that's been growing. And we normally do a reunion every year to go up to Canton. So obviously last year with COVID, I got recognized by uh, Ford Hall of Fans as uh, being a two-time Hall of Famer. Um, and this is unbelievable, Rock. When I tell you this would be the ultimate football fans fantasy. I, I mean, literally they took us to the Kansas City um, – what was it? Kansas City and Niners Super Bowl. All expenses paid. Got to go to the uh, Merlin Olson Yellow Jacket Luncheon, which rock. I I've never felt like I was a kid in a candy store, right? And I mean, I'm meeting guys, and I'm not necessarily talking about my fellow Bucks that sure, I love. Sure, sure, sure. I'm meeting Larry Zonka. I'm meeting Mean Joe Green. <gasps> I'm sitting Elsie Greenwood. I'm going, wow. And then I'm seeing Bill Cower and I'm seeing um, Johnson, Coach Johnson. And I'm like, this is incredible. And then what was really neat, I got to meet Don Shula um, before he passed because that's when, I, you know, and then he passed oh, shortly after. Oh. Uh, Dan Marino. I mean, I can go on and on. Sure. But the photos, I even got to see Kevin Green there and he recently passed, I which know. is shocking. Yeah. Um, and I thought he was one of the best defense i'm a big defensive lineman guy so big man know. likes the big d line guys yes yes i am um and the cool thing is we met up with sap my boy warren and warren's a good time i don't i don't care all the stuff you hear about warren warren's a fun time warren brought me everywhere it was a blast i was meeting all kinds of people and dan fouts and it was like an easy introduction because i'll be honest with you i was a little nervous sure sure but he know? really uh, 99 took you under his wing kind of 99 like, how, how cool is that he is let me tell you something about 99 you know he gets a bad rap i, I, I mean sometimes it's brought on him but i'm gonna tell you something he that man he's my all-time favorite buck how about Period. that? You know, you know, you got Derek Brooks out there. You got my childhood uh, um, pro, Mark Cotney, Captain Crunch, um, that, you know, I grew up with. Um, Leroy Selman, you know, the brothers, you know, the Selman brothers were unbelievable. But I could tell you, Warren Sapp has a special place in my heart, not just with me, but with my family. Um, and every time I see him, I mean, probably the coolest thing is uh, when I got into the hall, you know, we ended up getting taken up in August. And remember, with the COVID, everything was shut down. Right. So they didn't have the. Well, when I ceremony. saw the video of uh, big David Baker from the Pro Football Hall of Fame knock on your hotel door and your wife was there. And that was, oh, my God, I love when he does that to the players and you. But when was that the previous year? And then they didn't have it for COVID or was it? Well, right? what they did is down in the Super Bowl, because remember, they normally do it at the Super Bowl every year. Mm -hmm. Right. knock on the player's door right and i remember i was really excited because i was like john's still up for the hall and i'm thinking john he Lynch. was down there right yeah and i'm thinking oh this is gonna be great and he unfortunately didn't get the knock and uh, that bummed me out but let me tell you something about that knock you talk about an ultimate fans fantasy david baker has a way with words that can make a grown man crumble to his knees 
And it is all inspiring. It's all passionate and it's all love. Every bit of it. And I, you know, by seeing, you know, you see the stuff on the players that are breaking down, crying. Um, and, you know, I knew it was coming, but I didn't know how it was going to be. So I was like, because to lead up to this, yeah, yeah. the night before they tell us one of us are getting in. So now you got three three fans out there. Oh, is that how it works? Yeah. It was Puppet Lady, uh, <laughs> Rescue Rob, and myself, right? Where's and Puppet Lady from? Puppet Lady's from Kansas City Chiefs. Um, Rescue Rob is from the Denver Broncos. And then I was for, representing the Tampa Bay Bucs. So you're all staying there in your hotel with your significant yeah. other or family right. and waiting to see. Oh, my so God. If you, and now when you look at that video, you could see me laying in the bed yes. like going, oh, my God. Yes. And literally they say 9 o'clock, you're going to. You know, get noticed. Nine fifteen. Oh no. Nine thirty. Oh my god. Nine forty-five. I'm thinking I'm not getting in. You know, I'm going. Wow, let's get this close and let Tampa Bay down. I'm bummed, right? Because the crazy thing about it is, we're all small markets, right? Good, good we were going against the Raider nations, the Cowboy nations. Oh. You know, bigger markets, oh. right? Uh, bigger fan bases, longer fan bases, right? And uh, for that to actually happen, um, and and when my wife's literally standing, when you see that video, my <laughs> wife is standing on a chair for an hour and a half, by oh. the way, because she wants to get the perfect picture if what it happens, right? So she's looking at me, and uh, and she's like, she's got great ears. I'm deaf as anything, but uh, <laughs> so she hears in the background, you know, people talking. <laughs> she gets all excited. This was around nine twenty, and I'm like, oh, really. I'll go like, yeah, it's going to happen. It's the maid next door. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, let down. Then I'll be honest, 945, I was getting yeah, yeah. pretty down. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I was like, oh, man, now I know how John feels. <gasps> you know, I, I I just, it was terrible. Um, and then all of a sudden, boom, 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 the knock on the door. And I prepared myself for this because I was like, I want to listen to everything this man. I want to soak this in. And uh, I could remember getting up, and I was almost hyperventilating. And I was like, this is nuts. I opened the door. And you all see David Baker. If you haven't, check him out. He's the largest human being I've ever seen. <laughs> He's like 6'6", uh, six, 6'7". Six, six, oh, seven, seven. Uh, yeah, and I still have a picture of the handshake itself. Um, that means a lot to me. You know, you, you wouldn't know where it's coming from. Two giant hands shaking hands. but. <laughs> Just to take that in and listen to him, oh, man, I'll never forget that as long as I live. Oh. I mean, and to, to tell you, hey, welcome to the Pro Football Hall of Fame, and I'm like, holy. I You're mean, in. literally, it's unbelievable. It's so humbling. Um, for me, you know, it's not about who's the biggest fan, who's the most recognizable fan. I've just been doing it longer than most people rock. You know, I got to remember back in the day, there were no face painters. There were people that wore bags over their heads. You know? All right. So not to get too detailed, but we got to give our listeners an idea. Like, how did it start, Big Nasty? How? How uh, did it start? As far as the Big Nasty just, persona? Yeah, how did this start? Well, actually, you know, it's always a, a family thing, right? So my brother ends up uh, breaking up with his girlfriend. And we had the Battle of the Pigs. The uh, Those that don't know who the Battle of the Pigs are, it's the Packers and the Bucks. When we weren't the Battle of the Bays, we were the Battle of the Pigs because we were the two worst teams in the NFL at the time. And my brother was really down. I said, dude, let's just paint up and go to the game. Really? That's exactly how it happened. And <laughs> Rock... <laughs> 
you talk about being an expert with makeup now. Back then, I wasn't. So I painted myself. I look like a giant pumpkin. And what's crazy is back then, the makeup wasn't as good as it is now. And there was no spray on tans back then. Okay. Okay. So when I got home, you know, after a heated day. What year um, are we talking now, Big Nasty? Oh, I'd have to go back. I, you know, I actually Somewhere did around? some research. It's in the 70s. Oh, it's that yeah, long? That yeah. long? Okay, okay. You know, so, uh, but I can get you the actual That's okay, date. that's okay. But um, I think we tied. I can't remember. Oh, okay. I got to look back at it. But yeah, two worst teams in the NFL, right? That's crazy. So anyway, going back to that, I remember after the day, I, I go to get the stuff off and it stained my face for a week. <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> I had that orange glow tan going on on the face. It was hilarious. But um, but we only did it for Packer games, Rock. Oh, you know? okay. And you know Packer fans travel very well. Yes, Way back do. then when we were in the Norris Division. Right. And guys, the, those of you who don't know, the Norris Division is Detroit, uh, Chicago, the line, you know, uh, the Packers and us. Um, and uh, we used to be the doormat. You know, and then we were all excited about being in it when we started picking up and then they move us to the south. Right. Who knows? But um, no. And, and we had such a good time. We must have took about 300 pictures that day. And, um, you know, we had some fun with it. So we only did it for the Packer games. And then in 2001 is when I got uh, noticed by Visa Hall of Fans and got inducted the first time. And um, we've done it every game and ever then, since. Boom. Everybody asked me. How, what is it with the horn? Wow. Good. You know, that that is something where you can tell if somebody's been not the longest Buck fan, but they've paid their dues. Well, if you remember, and I know you're going to remember this, Rock, when I bring it up, um, there was a short stint where Mike Ostot and Lorenzo Neal, they called it the Rhino offense. And what was the coolest thing um, – with that is, you know, I love Mike to this day. He's just the greatest guy in the world. And um, I could tell you uh, the neatest thing on on my retired helmet, which is being returned to me from the Hall of Fame here shortly, because that's in the exhibit, um, has two autographs on it. And it has Mike Allstott, which being a local boy, it was easy to get, but Lorenzo wasn't. So short story, we're at the Hall of Fame parade, you know, because I go up every year. And uh, he was doing the, I think he was the speaker for um, Tomlinson when he got in. I, you know what? Yeah, I think I do remember that. I think and he was in a car. So, and we we're all just waiting. And he noticed me first, and he's like, "Hey, nasty!" And I'm like, "Home, oh, this is the chance of a lifetime." So I said, "I got to get you to sign the helmet." Yeah, because I only want two of those guys to sign the helmet, right? And. Uh, so it was really cool. The probably the neatest thing at the end of the camp parade, everybody. It's not like uh, New York City or anything. Small town. You literally pull into a locksmith to do a, a roundabout, and uh, all the Hall of Famers get out, and everybody's talking. And I remember I got done with the parade, and I met him there, and uh, we had the neatest conversation because at the time he was telling me Mike Allstott and his son were going to be playing at Purdue together. And I guess his son plays defensive line and, and, you know, Griff played quarterback. And then I don't know if he transferred after that or what. But it was pretty neat to see the relationship still staying way after football. Isn't that neat? It was pretty cool. That is awesome. Other questions I get, 
how long does it take you? I'm sure you're pretty much an expert to put on all your face paint on a football Sunday, buddy. One hour. It does take that long. One hour. Because it looks good. And, you know, and, and I take, you know, because you know, the thing you is, you don't want to sweat, right? Because that'll screw you up. And you take your time with it. You know, I get up. Before, my wife used to get up at 5 a.m. and do it. I wanted to stay married, so I ended up hiring a makeup artist. Did you really? Oh, early on. And they didn't look like they did now. And and then I was like, oh, 50 bucks a spot. That's ridiculous. Right, right, right. And then uh, I ended up uh, just doing it. I learned it myself. And it evolved over the years. Uh And if you look at it, you'll see in the face, it looks like a giant W. Yes. And, you know, I got the W from Wisconsin Badgers. I'm not a big Wisconsin Badger fan. I like their uniforms, but I like the W for win, right? So that's why I wanted that in there as win. We got to win them all. And uh, I'm a big Kiss fan, so Gene Simmons is the rest of the perfect. Uh, that's how it came out. You know? Wow, 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 wow. The other thing is you – it's it's a family thing. Like those that have not followed you and just see, you know, your wife obviously has got to be on board. Destiny, your daughter, the videos that you do. They did now. Did you have to kind of edge them and kind of? No, I wouldn't say force them in, or they just loved what you were doing and. Well, just like that word family, right? Family sticks together, right? You know, and, and you enjoy it better. I We don't look at it as a, a game day ritual. It's kind of a way of life for us. And it doesn't mean like we're psychotic on the Bucks or anything. It's just we've had some very, very special moments with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And we're talking players of old, coaches of old, you know, all the way to new. I, I Here's the crazy thing, guys, and this goes to everybody out there, and the media, we're just now meeting this team. Because last year, we followed them. We were there in an empty stadiums. It wasn't the greatest of times. I love it when you're rubbing shoulders with, with uh, fans. Right? right, right. And you used to go and be able to meet the players. Sure. So you don't have that tight relationship yet. I do see that coming. Uh, I, I want to embrace that. I'm sure that, sure. you know, you now you got the ones that have been around like the Mike Evans, the Levante Davids, the Willie Golstons, you know, I already have great relationship was with them and to see them win it. That was special to me. You yeah, know, Donovan, yeah. you know, seeing Donovan get a, get a, a Super Bowl championship. Those guys have paid their dues. Um, but you know, with family. Yeah. I mean, I got engaged at Tampa stadium uh, back. I mean, I literally have it on my, Sports shrine when I asked my wife to marry me. See, I didn't and, know uh, that. Yeah, and what's oh Rock, you'll love this. You know, Tampa Stadium had the old jumbotron with halftime it would work, halftime it wouldn't. You know. <laughs> it's a barrel. But um it said I, I could probably look at it, but yeah. it says uh, something like Debbie, I love you. Will you marry me? Love Big Nasty. Well, I didn't know this because I didn't really know Warren at the time either, but that was his nickname in college. So so all of a sudden, all the players are on the sideline going, who the hell's Debbie? <laughs> Thinking, you getting married? What? That's so hysterical. It was, it, was, it was comical. And, uh, you know, some of the staff for the Bucks uh, had mentioned that to me. And then I ended up meeting him for the first time at a fan fest. And I was number 78 at the time because that was my college number. Right. And as soon as I met him, you know, Warren's very reserved. 
Let's be honest. And he was had his sunglasses on, his hat. I think I got a picture around that. Yeah, yeah. And he's signing autographs like, next, let's get it over with. Tribune sitting there waiting to take a photo of what he's going to do. My wife takes off in front of the other two, doesn't even see the other players, and jumps to go talk to him. So I talk to Kerry Jenkins. I talk to Shelton Quarles, and I walk over, and I go, I go, hey, the big nasty meets the real big nasty. He looks up at me. Oh, here we go. And he goes, excuse me? Can't you see I'm talking to this nice young lady? So I'm like, he just put me on the spot <laughs> because I'm a loud mouth, right? So I end up putting my arm around my wife, and I go, dog, I can't believe you're trying to pick up on my wife. <laughs> he got the kick out of it. And, you know, it could have went either way, oh, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So he ends up getting up from a seat comes around takes a photo with us he goes and then looks at me and goes i love your truck i'm like you saw my truck i mean we don't realize that there are they drive around just like we do and i had a real special customized what was a green color uh silverado back then that was airbrushed all bucks it was beautiful um, I think it's driving around somewhere in North Carolina right now. Oh, my God. You know, but so. he's very observant, very smart. He would know when we would go in that locker room, he 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 was next to the shower in the old uh, one buck place, and he would notice everybody who would come in. I'm telling you what, right? Is he not? Let me tell you something. He, he remembers everything. It, you know, and what I love about, you know, don't get me wrong. It was um, he remembers the fans that have been there from day one. Period. He he knows everybody. He knows the people that have been sticking in line with six helmets to get autographed that were just memorabilia hounds back in the day. He So all the players do, believe it or not. But he also remembers the passionate fans that stay there, like the Russ Barners, the inaugural Hall of Famer uh, sign man, which used to go out to all the – remember, every away game, he'd be out there with a sign – when they went and when they came back, rain or shine, I'm like, that's nuts. I used to wear a helmet too, didn't he? Oh, yeah, 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 matter of yeah. fact, um, he, he used to just wear a hat. I made him that helmet. And if it wasn't for Sign Man, I would have never known about the Hall of Fans, the Visa Hall of Fans. He ended up coming because we used to sit near each other, uh, 60 rows up in the old sombrero on the sun side. So we were getting beat down over there. So you paid your dues. Yeah, and he came down, and I, re- I remember he goes, Nasty, you got to you gotta do this. And I'm like, what are you talking about? I had no clue. you know, Because at that time, we, we were drinking Miller Lights and painting our face and having a blast. <laughs> you know, Now, you ain't drinking. You got yeah, kids yeah, yeah. that come up that respect you. And, you know, it's all about being, uh, I guess you could say, it's kind of funny that you would think Big Nasty would be a role model, but that's true. No, I, I mean, know. You, you got do little a lot kids, kids coming up. Yeah, you, you, you can't be you, all you, drunk You speak. You go to schools. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. All, all that and all that. You also, now you've been able to travel. Didn't you also go to London? Have yeah. you, you, what's that like when you go outside the country and fans come up to you, Big Nasty? Wow, it's funny you say that. Buck, I remember when Buck fans were only in Florida. Right. Probably just in Tampa. <laughs> right. And now we're all over the place. We got the UK Bucks. And let me tell you something. When I went, I was literally shocked when I went to London. Um, the greeting there was like you, you were at a home game. It was, it was unbelievable. And the, the UK presence over there is enormous. Not just there, Germany. You can keep going. Um, 
where they're just coming out of the woodwork and they love the Tampa Bay Bucks. And this is even before we won the Super Bowl. Right. So it isn't like they, it's like they gra- they grasped on a team and, and they've stuck with them. So, um, no, I, I'm a big fan of all the London Bucks up there. Them fans are fantastic. Now, as we were getting to it, like, you know, is there have you set a time at all and thought about almost just like a player, like when you're going to so-called retire and from painting the face or is there anybody that you're like grooming anybody wanted to want to be you or there's your only one big nasty what about what about going forward big nasty wow rock you know it's funny how you're saying this um yeah i'm getting older you know we all we are, all right? are my man you know, 53 years old and um it has been spoken about and what i mean by that is i'm a flip-flop visor tank top kind of guy right and um it's not about paying the dues i always said when it's not fun i'm gonna hang it up no matter what the problem is it's still fun you know but it's it's taxing i mean what i mean by that is you guys don't see me after a game um literally i'll drop about 20 pounds on water weight and i will come home looking like edward scissorhands dehydrated (laughs) like no other and you know how hot it is oh my god and my you know at first my wife would say no you don't know you come home you know you're you're sitting in the chair trying to just get hydrated for five hours and i'm like oh no get out of here you're nuts now all of a sudden i'm like she starts spitting out you know you wear that jersey you wear all the sweatbands you wear the pants you wear the helmet you got all that garb on you and it's taxing i could see it wears you out and i'm like "Mm, you're right so i catch myself going you're right now so um that being said um i won't say i'm gonna put a date on it but it's coming soon now here's the dice grooming somebody nah. what i always say it ain't about being a fan it's about being a great person it's about being somebody that's good in the community it's not about being a tv hog that's not it at all we did not start this to be on tv i mean we were 60 rows up for goodness sakes the tv doesn't go up that far back then so we did it just to have fun you know and you know, one thing I talk about the Buck fans today, they always say, hey, what's it take to be a super fan? If you ask that, that's the first problem. You shouldn't be asking what it takes to be a super fan. What's it? What does it take to be a good person and have fun? Don't worry about being the the I hate to say the next big nasty because I'm I'm equivalent like just everybody else. It's just I've been around a long time. I've done a lot of TV stuff. I've had fun. Uh, you know, it's almost like an experienced actor. Right. You know, it's uh, but it's humbling. It's an honor. I love it. Uh, I'm just happy for Buck Nation to finally be put on the map and people to recognize Buck Nation in the Hall of Fame. I mean, that that's you know, it's funny when I set this go goal out back in the day, I said, man, it would be so cool. And this is when now, guys, the ones that, you know, don't know what it used to be like. 45,000 season ticket holders, period, was the max. There was no more. That was it. And then the rest was opposing fans. And when we got in that 45,000, probably 35 wore bags over their heads because they were so disgusted with the team play back day, then, you know, the Culver House days. I can remember that like it was yesterday. And um, I told myself, we're going to paint up 
And I said, man, one day it would be really cool to be something like the black hole. You know how they got Raider Nation. It's an intimidating place to come. Not in a, hey, you're going to get beat up kind of way, but in a 12th man, you know, home field advantage where, you know, you can hear us and and it makes a difference and we can actually win the game for the guys um, or at least help. Um, that's what I've always envisioned. Um I think we're getting there. I think you're starting to see some fans popping up here and there, um, which is great. You know, I just try to tell people stay loyal. But remember, once you start something, you got to stick with it. You know, Uh, you can't be the one hit wonder. And then when they start losing, you go take off and put all your garb away and then, oh, jump on the bandwagon kind of thing. I call those people jump ship chumps. Right. Um, the main thing is uh, obviously a Buck fan. Stay loyal, love your team no matter what, and just have fun. I think on that note, Big Nasty, just have fun at the Pro Football Hall of Fame. And you have, I've followed you all along, and during the rough times, man, you still stay in there. So it's no uh, jumping on it with your family, and I love how they're all involved. And uh, just congratulations. Congratulations, Big Nasty. Thank you, Rock. I can't wait. I'm so excited about Canton this week. Um, it's going to be a blast. All right, I got to tell a little story here, and I told it to Big Nasty. Big Nasty, Keith, Keith Kunzig, Kunzig, Kunzig. Uh, and I told this to him. I had, I had kept this, not, not so much a secret. I just really, you know, I've seen him out of box, and there's no need to tell him. Keith came when the Nasty Boys from WWF wrestling they were they were the tag team champions all right and at the time they were doing stuff with TNA because Hulk Hogan they were friends with Hulk Hogan Knobs and Sags and Jimmy Hart and they were doing some uh, stuff for TNA okay so anyway they were doing stuff at our TV station we were helping Knobs do these promos letting them use our studios he was getting me tremendous guests Bret Hart Bret the Hitman Hart woo Rick Flair uh, I can go down the list. So it was really, really great. It was a great time. And it's probably about, I don't know, 13, 14 years ago, maybe that now 13 years ago, 12 years ago, something like that. So anyway, we had, we were going to be moving. I was working at Bay News 9 slash Bright House Sports Network. So we were going to be moving into a beautiful new facility, Bay News 9, in a section of St. Pete, Clearwater called Carillon. They were building the building, beautiful, new studios, new studios. So we had the old studio on this little place in Pinellas Park. And we were going to, we made the studio into like a little like a Wayne's World. Yeah, we got an old chair from like a, you know, a used place and a crappy look. And we put posters and we had crappy walls. It just, we made it look like Wayne's World. I don't know if that was a good idea or not, but that's what we did until we were going to have our new studio. And the boss, Elio Weiser, said, listen, why don't we have fun? The last sports show that you're going to do here at this station before we move into our new digs, why don't you bring somebody in? Why don't we just wreck it? And we'll we'll do it live on air. And I'm like, you got to be kidding me. You know how guys love to break things and smash things when you can do that? You know what I mean? You can demolish stuff and you're okay. you're allowed to do that at work. So I said, sure. So Knobs, I told Knobs, uh, part of the Nasty Boys. He goes, no problem. I'll bring in Sags. So he brought in his partner, Jerry Sags. 
they brought in a saw, a buzz, you know, boom, 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 one of those saws, man, to uh, cut the chair in half, wood, take care of the walls, just uh, a sledgehammer. Either I brought, I think I got the sledgehammer. I can't remember. We brought on all kinds of shit, and we're going to do this live on the air, half hour show, and just demolish it. It was the most fun I've ever had, and anyone that was in that studio wasn't much. There was like a director, audio guy, somebody else in master control, and pretty much that was it. Knob sags, and they called up Big Nasty. They knew Nasty, the super fan. And they said, why don't we have him come in? He came in with his face paint, and he had his hat and the horn and everything and the Buccaneers jersey. And so... Nobs got there before Big Nasty did. And of course, Nob, they were the nasty boys in WWF wrestling. And and Keith took the name Big Nasty for a super fan. Okay, his nickname. So I just told this to, to Keith when I went to his den, his man cave, when I just taped this thing. Well, you just heard it. I just told him at the end. It's about like maybe it's like 15 years ago. So anyway. We get there, I brought like a case of beer and a cooler. I, I'm not kidding you. And nobody else is in the building at the time. This was this show was live at 11 o'clock on a weeknight. So there's nobody else. There's no news people. Nobody else is in the building, okay? And uh, I brought in a cooler. I brought in a case of beer, man, and had it on ice. And before the show started, Sags and Knobs were talking and they were just kind of, it's half kidding around. I mean, they're wrestlers. They're physical. And they're like, you know what? I think Sag says to Knob, just kind of kidding around. Like, you know what? You know, they like Big Nasty. They're, 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 they're friends with him. They knew him. But he's like, he never asked us for permission to use the nasty name. This is, this is no joke. And all I do is I see Sags. He goes over to the wall. And he starts hitting the wall with his... Uh, with his forearm and he goes around back and he's hidden. He wanted to see where the studs were because we had a couch. We had a real shitty couch and a shitty old chair, uh, like an old, uh, it was terrible looking, but that it was like a Wayne's world and Sags is doing this and I'm watching him and he goes, I am going to put nasty through that wall from the chair. He doesn't know. He's not going to know what hit him. And, to this day, Nasty, Big Nasty had no idea that they were going to do this. And so I start the show and saying, you know, we've got WWE tag team champions, former tag team champions, Brian Nasty Knobs and Jerry Sags. And we have Buccaneer Superfan Big Nasty here with me. And we are going to say goodbye to this set tonight. This is all live on Bay News 9 in Tampa Bay. And... You know what Nobbs did? He said, he goes, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before we start, I want to give you, you know, you've been, you've been good to us. We're, you're going to be a, te a temporary nasty boy. And he gave me the long trench coat, the black trench coat, and he put it on me. And when I stand next to these two behemoths, I look like a skinny little, you know, d dweeb. Uh, so anyway, and uh, we started. And we, st no, no, no. And, and they were both sitting down. Everybody was sitting down. And I don't remember exactly how it started after that, but Knobs, I mean, Sags just took a running start and he leveled Big Nasty, put him through the wall, 
from the chair. Now, Big Nasty's not a pro wrestler. He's not a wrestler. <laughs> and I witnessed that hit. I, You know what? I do have, the DVD is around somewhere. I don't know where it is. The whole show. Oh, my God. And Nobbs even said he called Hogan and told Hogan to watch what we were going to do. Hulk Hogan, brother, because they were friends at the time. And then Hogan watched it because he was living in the area. And uh, this is before the internet. And so anyway, the live stream. So anyway, he put not, he put Nasty through that wall. And I, I saw, like, what a hit that was. And you know what? To give Keith credit, he got right up like nothing hurt him. But I knew that he had to be hurting. And then it was on. We had a box, uh, a cheer, uh, a Wheaties box that was on one of the shelves for decoration. Brooke Bennett. Who is who? Who is a gold medalist in swimming? She was on the cover of the Wheaties, and she was local from the Tampa area. And that was one of the box. That box had been on that thing, and the box was years old. The Wheaties were years old in that thing, and I remember uh, Keith Nast, Big Nasty. He played along. We were going crazy. We were demolishing the set. Sags took the you know vroom vroom vroom. And he's cutting the wood of the chair. We got the axe. I taken the axe, and I was in decent shape. I was pitching on a team. I was playing baseball, so I took that thing and swung that thing, threw that thing. Nobs goes, I saw it in your eyes, man. You wanted it. Oh, it was great. We had a blast. Uh, Keith went over to the net, to the box, the Wheaties box, and he bit into it, and he was and he was chewing it and spitting out the the Wheaties, and I'm like, that is so old. And he, what a good sport. What a damn good sport. What a great time. And here's the thing about guys. The guys that were on the other side of this TV production, this live little TV show, the audio guy who was a younger guy, the, there was a director. They were watching. And when the show was done, at, it was 11 to 1130. And we were done. We destroyed the set. The show was done. We opened up the beers. The guys that were on the other side, by watching this for a half hour, being a director, being an audio guy, being the master control operator, they wanted so bad to go out there and use the axe, use the saw, and demolish what was left. Go for it. And you should see them going crazy. That's how guys are. <laughs> you know when you see being able to just demolish a wall or whatever so it was just so funny and i thank you keith and i'm hoping you're having a great time up in canton that's also that's also such a good 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 time all right what else we got cooking oh oh i find this funny you know with the olympics going on and I mentioned in the last podcast, I tried to get the Todd Frazier, the Todd father on the rock stops here. Now, the general manager of this little independent uh, team, the Sussex County Miners, now he follows me back. If you would have followed me back, Justin, when I was up there in North Jersey a couple of weeks ago, maybe I could have got Todd on. But anyway, I digress. So I start following Todd Frazier on social media now on Instagram, USA Baseball. And I was just thinking back, like basketball is different. You know, you got to have the, uh, you know, camaraderie and what a guy can do, how he moves, you know, how does a guard and a forward and a center. Baseball. Now, again, I'm taping this 
you know, days prior to when this is dropping. So we'll see how they finish up. But USA Baseball started out with two wins. They beat Israel. They beat Japan. Mike Sosha is the is the manager or the coach of the team. And these guys didn't even meet each other until like the Sunday before they started. They had a couple of practices and then they got out there. And I and I and I think I've mentioned it on this. If I haven't, I know I've said it on radio. I think I did. I think I did with with uh, the great uh, George Steinbrenner, the late George Steinbrenner. And I never forget. He goes camaraderie, hell. Reggie used to fight, you know, Billy Martin. Billy Martin, you don't need it in baseball. Like you really don't. You know, can the guy pitch? Is a guy hot? Does he see in the ball good? Is he hitting? You know, has he got good defense? It's just funny on baseball how it's a different kind of sport. Now, speaking of the Olympics, with what the big story was with the anxiety that she had, Simone Biles, the great gymnast, one of the greatest gymnasts, gymnasts of all time. And we're kind of in a dilemma, my wife and I now, because... We have a 12-year-old daughter, and nothing, nothing bad or anything like this, but, you know, when you're 12 years old, like, but man, now, you know, you don't want to wait till kids get to be teenagers, you know? Sometimes it's hard to reel them back in, and this thing, I realize that mental health is a th- thing. Mental problems are the real deal. I understand that, but I'm also concerned with the onslaught of being able to like now anxiety, anxiety, anxiety. If someone really has anxiety or the real deal depression, oh my God, my heart goes out to you. It is a, it's an illness and it's, it's the real thing, but I also am concerned that in this day and age right now, it can also be used for almost a uh, kind of an excuse. If you don't, you, you know what I mean? Because I, I don't want to give away too much here, but my wife works, one of her part-time jobs is at the school, at a middle school where my daughter is. And even the nurse one of the uh, someone else there at the school says now like anxiety is just this word uh, phrase that's being thrown around a lot like oh my kid has anxiety it's anxiety that's why you know it's anxiety anxiety now like i said like i said i understand and we didn't talk about mental health with anxiety or depression back in the day i get that I get that. I know that that is a real thing, but I'm just cautioning. Let me give you an example. Like, see, we're trying to teach my daughter. Obviously, we're, we're there right and wrong, right? What's right? What's wrong? You know, and life doesn't always go your way. Matter of fact, I don't care how who you are. Life is not always going to go your way, right? So she said the other day, she's 12 years old. Uh, I don't know, a month or so ago, like, Oh my God, my OCD is kicking in. Oh, your OCD? Where did this come from? And she's on TikTok a lot. And she sees a lot of this thing. She goes, oh my God, my OCD. Now, does she really have OCD? 
you know, we'll, 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 we'll see. Or is it just something that she's seen, she's heard, and it's like, boom. And I don't want her to, like, you know, we play basketball, we play a sport, we play Monopoly, and I have been as guilty as my wife, you know, just kind of letting her win, and that's not a good thing. And then, oh, all of a sudden, I'm out in the driveway, and we're playing a game, and I beat her. And like, whoa, here comes the attitude. Like, you know what? I'm stopping always letting you win, because that's not a good thing. Or if you're going to have anxiety about something, you know, okay, that's, that's okay. That's normal. If you're down, you are depressed. That's normal, too. And if it gets to another level, okay. But you see what I'm saying? Because my wife at the school, she's like, they're like, oh, that's now a key word. My, my kid has anxiety, anxiety. Now, you know, so I, I don't, I, again, I'm trying to keep this a little bit light, but because the Olympics are going on, because Simone Biles, and that would be dangerous. You know, the moves that she's making as a gymnast, you could land on your head. Like if you're not all in and you are running through like a little mental thing, you know, uh, it's better to step away. You know, I am not in that camp about, oh, you're a quitter and a quitter. No, that's bullshit. You know, and look at what she went through and with that damn Larry Nasser and being sexually abused. And she said we were, we, we didn't know what was really happening. He was checking for injuries, he told us. You know, we were homeschooled. We didn't know. So she and her parents, she's been through a lot. I understand that. But I'm just saying, man, that like, you know, crap. You know, I've had, you know, I mean, it hasn't been that easy ever since I was not renewed at the place where I was 18 years. And then all of a sudden, I'm trying to get back in the game. And nobody's, nobody's even responding. No email back, anything else. You see people coming in, other markets. They don't know anything, anybody. And it can get depressing. Yeah, 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 yeah. So anyway, I just thought I would bring that to light. And we're kind of like, you know, we're watching it. We understand. And I guess if you've been, if you are a parent or you've been parents, you can probably, you can probably understand, you know, we're just trying to not give everything to our, our child because you don't want to spoil them. Got to make them start doing the chores, (laughs) you know, Emily asked me, do you ever have chores? Oh, hell yeah. Raking leaves. We're from New Jersey. I hated to rake leaves. I wanted to be playing. Hated it. Cutting the lawn. Hated it. Taking out the garbage. Hated it. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? But that's life, right? That is life. And and one last thing I'll say on this, the, the anxiety thing. I have had so many people tell me or use now to get their medical marijuana card like just say yeah i got anxiety you see what i'm saying just say you got anxiety everybody's got anxiety like i know you know and i'm like uh but you know what no need to go any 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 further there all right what do we got coming up now listen we are going my wife and i are going up to north georgia for so i'm going to do this next podcast when i talk to you on the next podcast hopefully we'll be back safe and sound but we're going up and bringing our daughter back 
from three and a half week sleep away camp. First time she's ever been away. They take away the phones. They take away the phones. No, you don't even go into camp with the phone. For a 12 year old that does, and a single child in this family. I have a son, but Hunter is 24 and lives about a half hour away. So he's here once a week. They have a great relationship. It's beautiful, man, brother and sister, but he's not in the house. So she's she's an only child here. And so the only way she really communicates other than having a friend over, sleep over, that type of thing, it's FaceTiming, but it's not even FaceTiming. It's Snapchatting. They live on TikTok and FaceTiming and FaceTiming. See, you know, that's that's her communication, man. She'd rather be with her friends like that than talk to us. <laughs> Especially dad. Dad, the dad is, does, he doesn't know anything. Oh, my God. He's not cool. He's, oh, my God. He doesn't know what's going on. So, I understand. I understand that. So, but, boom, that phone gone. So she has not had her phone. It'll be one month and you can't contact her. It drives my, my, my wife crazy. Oh, it's been rough, 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 rough. But anyway, so we'll be going up there for just a quick trip, two days up, get her back going drive back and fly up, drive back. We elected to do that. So we'll see how it all goes. But anyway, and then I'll be back at it. Um, and there you go. When I come back, it's going to be football season. I am really going to concentrate on the one thing, NFL. I think I'm putting all my eggs in that basket. You know, we'll see what happens. You never know how life's going to go. It's going to, you know, you go with the flow. I've always trying to be, you know, do that, go with the flow and uh, we'll see what happens. All right, listen, thank you very, very much. Big nasty. Thank you. Nasty boys. Thank you. And I will talk to you next week on The Rock Stops Here. Spoiler alert, maybe a boxer, former world champion. I got him in the can, maybe, unless something else big drops. Uh, Because we're getting closer now to Jake Paul uh, fighting the MMA guy, Tyron Woodley. And that's coming up soon. I believe that is at the end of August. So we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. I'm trying to spread it around. You know what I'm saying? Uh, again, you can check this out on its radio influence. Obviously, you know what it's doing. I'm also with the Tampa Free Press. And a new podcast is going to start with JoeBucksFan.com. So that's where you'll get your insight on the Buccaneers. I give you that stuff on that. All right. Thanks again for supporting. All right. Have a great week. I'll talk to you next week.